Welcome to or welcome back to the Flowcast. This is the podcast for information and inspiration on your journey to finding your flow. My name's RJ, and I'm joined by my co-host Telsey. Together we explore topics surrounding flow, as well as lead by example for our own passions and those of the guests that we interview. So let's dive right in. Hey everyone, just before we get started, big thanks as always to Flow Spa for making it possible for us to keep making this podcast. Flow Spa is Peterborough's float therapy and sports recovery center, providing float tanks, infrared sauna, contrast therapy, and the Normatec recovery system for deep relaxation and recovery and to help you find your flow. Okay. Cool. So I think we're all set then. All right. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Flowcast and a little bit of a, a different uh, perspective, I guess, is the right yeah. word. Yeah. How are you guys doing? We are okay. I'm going to speak for myself. I'm, I don't know how you are, but I, I was just saying to RJ not many seconds ago that I, I feel like an athletic Eeyore where I'm kind of like, this is okay. I'm moving a lot. I'm doing a lot, but <laughs> I'm a little bit. Oh, bother. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm doing pretty well. It's, uh, I, I've been saying kind of the upside of it all is since opening flow spa, this is the first chance I've had to have had it a vacation. So <laughs> I'm just kind of like, you know, trying to make the most of it that way. But yeah, it's it's hard. Like now that it's been over a week of nothing going on, and we we've got like projects on the go that made it that I had something to do, but still, it's it feels a little bit. I, we kind of talked about it last week. There's there's less meaning to it when you don't you're trying to like make those fake deadlines for things. <laughs> we don't really know when the end of this is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. How are you doing? Yeah, not bad. I find it's like kind of up and down, right? Which Mm -hmm. I feel like is normal and, you know, that we all need to like allow ourselves that because it's like, I don't, like some people I talk to, they're very like doom and gloom about it all. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, come on, like, you know, and I'm not like mistake positivity at all, but it's just like, it is what it is. Like, what are we going to do? Like, you know, it's, it's, it's really depressing if you just start thinking of all the really negative sides of life and that nothing's going to be the same and this sucks and it's going to get so much worse before it gets better. I'm just like, I can't, I can't. Yeah. Or, you know, I can't go down that path. <laughs> well, it's just, it's too easy. I was listening to um, a podcast just yesterday on, it was just a quick 30 minute one on the power of negative thoughts and how they can, like, they really make or break your life. And it was this sports psychologist who works for NBA teams and um, does the mental health aspect for the athletes. And basically his job is just to coach them into positivity mm-hmm. and the stats on it were just insane. Like he was telling this story. i uh, see if I can remember it correctly. Um, I forget who it was. It, you guys, you might even know it's a pretty classic story of this person who was stuck in like, I believe it was Holocaust times. And he was told that he was going into these like 
carts that basically froze him to death. And you know this one? Yeah. Yeah. And he, uh, I guess his one was actually faulty. Like it wasn't actually freezing him to death, but because he thought that it was going to happen, he was writing in his journal, like, I feel my body slowing down. I can feel myself getting colder. I can feel death creeping in. And he died because of it. And there was no proof of like, there was, they, that's what they assumed was the reason of his death because it was like 54 degrees. Yeah. The temperature wasn't even cold that that cold. No. So there's the power of negativity right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I guess we should we should start the show before we, yeah. we started the show. But we've got to introduce you. We've got Absolutely. Kirsten here from Peterborough Yoga, but I know she's way more than that as well. So um, thank you for meeting us on the internet. <laughs> yeah, my pleasure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a it's our first attempt at this different style, but. You know, maybe if it works out, it definitely brings like a, more opportunities, not only for, we, we do like to connect locally and have people come in to do the podcast, but it might give us the chance to like reach out to other people as well. So it is cool. Um, but yeah, I know we've, uh, we've connected before because you've come into Float and that was awesome. But also, so yeah, tell everybody a little bit more about the backstory. I know that the yoga studio and the business that you've got now has evolved over the years and, and kind of tell us a bit about what got you along that route in the first place and where you're at now. Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as much as you want to share. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I'm just sharing all, whatever you like. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I start, I think it kind of would start where I started doing yoga. So that's kind of where it seems like the beginning when you look back, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I first started doing hot yoga in 1999. Um, I was living in Toronto. Um, I had a day job and I had a night job as well at a bar doing my coat check. <laughs> <laughs> and um, an acquaintance of mine said, hey, you got to try this hot yoga. It's like the best workout of your life. You're going to love it. I tried it, loved it right away. I started going every day before work. Um, and then I would walk, I think it was about maybe 20 blocks in Toronto or whatever to work after. And I would just feel like I was floating and I would just feel so amazing after this yoga practice. I just absolutely loved every aspect of it. Um, at the time I, you know, had gone to school for photography. Um, I was trying to pursue kind of photography career but the yoga kept kind of coming back to me um, from practicing to getting more interested in it um, and then looking into teacher trainings and thinking, okay, maybe I could balance photography and yoga and not be struggling (laughs) artist or, you know, poor yogi, but bring them together and somehow have that be um, a happy, fulfilling and lucrative kind of career. Um, and yeah, so then after a bit of research, I ended up doing, um, my Moksha yoga teacher training in Toronto in 2005, I think it was. Um, and at the time I didn't know, I thought, am I going to like this? Am I going to, um, feel confident enough? I see myself as pretty shy or at the time felt pretty shy. So I didn't know how to feel you know, walking in a room and teaching people yoga. And I felt kind of intimidated because 
you know, I loved my classes so much and how would that work to be on the other side? Um, and then, yeah, obviously that evolved into, I did like it. <laughs> I started teaching in Toronto at a couple of studios. Um, after teaching the first few classes where I honestly just wanted to die. I was so nervous. <laughs> I, you know, couldn't eat. I'd feel like I was going to throw up. Like it was just like horrid the first few times. I was just so nervous. But as you know, maybe you guys learn through life too. It's sometimes those things that like, it's good. You're nervous. Yeah. And care. Um, so yeah, I taught in Toronto for a good seven years. And then, um, when I started coming out this way, there was no to Peterborough. Uh, there at the time, there were no studios that you could just go in and take a class. You could buy, you know, your ten class package, and you had to use it on these certain days. Um, and I was like, that doesn't work for me. But okay, <laughs> that's all there is. And there was no hot yoga, so I was absolutely just like, ah, I need my hot yoga when I come out to Peterborough. And then, yeah, so through, you know, friends of mine, I didn't know Peterborough that well at the time. They were like, you know, oh, we do great in Peterborough. You should open a studio. There's, you know, Trent University and Fleming College. And, you know, it's a great little town. And I'm like, okay. Um, and, yeah, it was a huge, um, to me, it felt like the biggest risk I'd ever taken in my life. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, um, getting a loan, starting to build out. Um and when I opened, I had, I was the only teacher that I knew of because with Moksha, you had to be certified Moksha. So I was the only teacher I knew of that could teach in the studio I was opening. And that was also terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> like how many classes can I possibly teach in, in a week, in a month, like without burnout? Yeah. Um, but I was assured by my colleagues at the time, like, don't worry, if you build it, they will come kind of thing. <laughs> Um, which was true. Like, you know, I had teachers come and teach at my studio in the first couple of years from uh, Montreal, Nova Scotia, Toronto, quite a few teachers came and they just kind of would keep circulating that I didn't have to teach all the classes all the time. So not only giving me a mental and physical break, but also just giving students like a different perspective. I think it's always important to have like a nice variety of teachers. Um, so yeah, then had uh, Moksha Yoga for seven years. Um, I had met Laura Nugent, my now partner, um, even before I opened, because when I moved to Peterborough, I heard this girl, Laura, was already opening a hot yoga studio. And I was like, what? Who? I must be this person. <laughs> What's going on? Um, so we chatted a bit. And at the time, we actually did talk about like partnering. We had a few meetings. Um, but that also felt like a bit scary, um, gotten better at risks and gotten better with fear in my life. <laughs> but I was just kind of like, Oh, I don't know this girl at all. Like partnerships can be really difficult. Um, my brother had a partnership also in his life through business and it ended like really badly. So I'd heard stories of, you know, like, like a marriage, you don't just jump into these things. And so at the time we decided to just open our own studios. Um, and then, yeah, fast track to the seven years later, um, she had a child, I had a child, the Peterborough landscape of yoga studios really had shifted. There were now more and more studios opening. And so I started reaching out before connecting with Laura um, on a more deeper level of partnering. I started reaching out to different um, business owners 
in Peterborough that had similar businesses, asking them how they were doing, you know, what was successful for them, were they struggling at all? Um, I tried to be really transparent too that I was struggling and it was really tough. Um, and that I felt like I really wanted my business to keep growing and it was kind of flatlining a bit. Mm. And so then Laura and I met a bit more. I dropped some big hints that she picked up. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, basically she just, when we met for coffee at the Silver Bean, um, I guess it was at the, in the summer of 2018, I think it would have been. And uh, she's like, well, what about you and me? And I was like, yes. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> Just really felt like, you know, I had great managers. I had great staff um, when I was the sole owner. But I really was craving um, someone to, to really work with me and that we could have ideas and share ideas and be equally invested in something. And that I felt like I was getting really burnt out, really worn down, like speaking of vacation, like hadn't had a single vacation in those seven years. Yeah. Um, and again, I had amazing people working for me. It was just tricky because whenever something broke or something fell through, like I was the only one to go and fix it. Yeah. And it was hard, really hard. Um, and that was hard to admit too, because I felt like a failure or like, um, you know, why can't I do this? You know, I have such a great team. Why can't I make this business more successful? Um, and then, you know, again, things happen for a reason and I feel so strongly for that. And so when Laura and I connected and decided to partner, you know, now it's been, um, so that was January of last year. So January, 2019, uh, January 1st, we opened together. Um, and honestly, it was the most amazing, amazing year together. Um, you know, we get on really great. Um, and yeah, so that, you know, almost leads us to now where, you know, things have changed a lot in the past few weeks. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, with Peterborough Yoga, it's just been amazing. We brought these two communities together. Um, and it was just really great to, you know, see that evolve as well. You know, groups of students here, groups of students here who are like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. And then they came together and, and created a bigger yoga community, which is awesome. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah. I love the, like, it's so good to hear that <coughs> because I think like the way that you just described it, your business is beautiful and like what you guys do is amazing and you've got such a great community, but on the back end of it, is all that doubt and is all that, you know, that, that mental stuff that you're like, am I a faker in this? Am I doing okay? Like what's going on? You feel so alone in it. So it's, we talk about this all the time, just kind of one-on-one -on -one where RJ and I both have our own businesses and it's uh, sometimes a little hard to do it because you don't, you have your own head to ping ideas around in and yeah. that's about it. So it's nice to hear at least in terms of my own validation and hopefully <laughs> for other people listening, it's, sure. it is nice to hear that. You know, we're, we're all trying to figure it out. And that's, that's also the beauty of it. The little, yeah. Yeah. yeah and I remember hearing that, you know, when I first talked to one of my teachers before I opened the first studio, she was like, you know, some people work really well on their own. And she's like, maybe you're one of those people. And I feel like in a lot of ways that was true. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it's like, again, finding that right person to work with where we can just together. And again, things change too. You know, obviously when we both had our children, it just changed the scenario quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, that you both have, you know, these shared goals and we were really specific. We like really wrote down with each other, um, you know, okay, what do I, Kirsten, want my business to look like? And then she wrote down what she wanted her business to look like. And, you know, how can we help each other? What are our strengths? You know, where are we strong? What do we like to do? What don't we like to do? Um, you know, sadly, neither of us love accounting and dealing with, you know, things like CRA. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. We can hire people to help with that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So are you with the photography background, are you more of like the uh the creative director of things, or does Laura also have sort of the same kind of background? Yeah, what's interesting is she also did some art school stuff. Hmm. Um she's an amazing drawer. And uh, so, yeah, I thought, I mean, in the beginning, I did take a lot of pictures and I'd like put them on my website. And um, so, yeah, it's a good question. I guess, I think we're both pretty equally creative in that way. Yeah. Um, and I find at times too, and I'm like, oh, I'll take pictures of everyone. And then it's like, oh, I'm already kind of like behind in the times. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and again, it's the, I think that balance in business of not feeling like you have to do everything. And in the beginning, like in my first year, because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to not know how things work. So I did all my accounting. I did all my HST quarterly stuff. Like I did absolutely everything I could. And then people were like, you know, you don't have to be the lawyer, the accountant, the, you know, even the photographer, like at this time, you don't have time to like go home and edit like 500 pictures and pick which one is right. And, that was really hard for me because again, I felt like at the time as business owner, I should know how everything works. I should be able to do everything. Um, and it took years to kind of learn that it's okay that I don't do everything. And it wasn't about control. I don't think I'm a control freak or anything. It was just kind of just having the awareness and not feeling like, Oh, I'm up here and I'm going to get everybody else to do all this work. I was like, no, I want to, I want to know how it works. Yeah. That's very cool. It's also, I mean, just getting the sense you've been in this a long time, you and Laura both kind of probably started, um, I'm just kind of guessing, but correct me if I'm wrong, you started with this being like the main thing that you were like seeking in life, the main source of meaning and and passion and everything was starting your business. So it makes sense that you wanted to be involved in everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and just understand it in the hopes that then it would be more successful too, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but then it's learning like, right, you know, different accountants can maybe find the right way to, you know, work, say that, you know, sale or whatever it might be into into the best interest of the business, right? Sure. Mm -hmm. Well, it's so important to... If your if your heart is in yoga, you want to make sure you've got the energy to give yoga to people, right? Like you, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you're also still teaching. You're not just running the business. And I would argue those are both full-time jobs, right? Yeah. So, so you've got a lot to work with. And so if you can give some of that energy 
off to someone else and or give some of that workload, I guess it's uh, it is helpful and more sustainable in the long run, which is good. Yeah, I think for sure. And it was a good lesson to learn. And I'll joke about this still that like, you know, just because you like yoga doesn't mean you want to open a yoga studio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where part of me didn't quite see that. I thought, oh, I love yoga. I'd open a yoga studio. Give yoga to everybody. And then it's like, what I would go in and teach is still my favorite part, right? Mm. Um, but all those other parts have to be done too. Yeah. Yeah. So what yeah. are you guys doing right now? Cause I know you have lots of initiatives going on. I've been following. Uh, <laughs> what's up? What's the, what's the Peterborough yoga scene right now? Yeah. So right now we are, um, you know, we had to turn everything online basically. Yep. <laughs> and it felt like, you know, even though we saw, you know, COVID moving around the world, it felt, you know, like it happened overnight in a way. I don't know if you guys felt similar, but yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, it was kind of coming, it was kind of coming. And, you know, maybe again, because it is something like we've never dealt with in our lives, you just don't even know what really is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and so on the, uh, I think it was a Sunday night that Laura and I were texting and we we're kind of going back and forth. It was before the official, like you had to close happened. Yeah. And we were both going back and forth. And, you know, she's like seven months pregnant. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, I don't, I, I think we need to close, you know, like it's seeming like this is serious and we've got to close our doors. Um, and then, yeah, like there was hardly really time to think it feels like, um, but, you know, we were like, okay, you know, let's start doing stuff online. Let's start doing classes online. Here, you go tomorrow. I'll go the next day. Okay. Like, we just literally started building, you know, we sent emails out to teachers. We were like, hey, you know, if any of you are interested in making some videos, um, this is what we're doing. Um, thankfully, from Hot Yoga Peterborough, Laura's business prior, she had had a YouTube channel. Um, and we had been chatting, you know, coincidentally, like, you know, for the past few months, oh, you know, we really should get more on our YouTube channel, turn it into Peterborough yoga, get more content on there. Um, and so silver linings, right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, we kind of got pushed to that, especially me. I had no YouTube experience at all. And so, you know, figuring out how to make these videos on my computer or my phone and have them work and, you know, what's the best lighting and the best setup. So just, yeah, it was kind of just, okay, diving in. Okay, this is what's happening. This is what we got to do. We want to, you know, survive this storm and, you know, pray to every God out there that we can open again. Um, So we got to keep going. And then a, a really big inspiration was that, we both were just seeing for ourselves and the community online that like really everybody needs this right now, even more than ever. Gosh, yeah. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so, so yeah, it's been um, challenging, but kind of maybe been a godsend to have this challenge because, um, you know, I, I was busy for a while having my son all the time, but still it's like, it's nice to still feel like your purpose is, happening yeah <laughs> I can attest to that <laughs> absolutely it's uh it's been interesting to hear 
I've just been talking with people here and there who have been transitioning online and a lot of the businesses have been saying like, oh, we've been talking about this for a few months and then got pushed into it. Like I've heard that Pulse Physio is the same with that. Like they were doing telehealth and then they were like, hey, I guess we're really doing it now. And I was trying, I was struggling to find a studio for my animal flow just to rent one out. And now I'm doing it online and it's booming and I'm teaching people from all over the world, which is insane. Um, But just all these things like people it's almost like someone was watching over us and kind of getting us prepped <laughs> for all of this madness that we didn't even see coming. Right. But, uh, I think it's cool. Cause like, I personally like your biggest fan in terms of yoga. I love your classes. So it's really cool to be able to like, for me, I'm, I'm not rich in finances yet as a recently graduated student. So it's really cool that I can, what are, you guys are doing $20 a month, right? For your, so yeah, we had that for, um, I guess that was started when we started. So started at the end of March or mid-March there. Um, and then, yeah, so we had that as kind of like, hey, we figure everyone is sort of like in a bit of shock. Mm. Um, you know, I find financial stress is definitely the biggest one. Yeah. Um, just in the fact that, you know, I am staying home unhealthy like thank goodness my family's healthy right now um and so laura and i've been talking about okay how do we yeah move forward and so we have three memberships online memberships that we're cooking up um we haven't solidified yet exactly what's going to be in each one but our goal is that you know a we can survive and so we've been offering, you know, several free classes and we'll continue to do that through like the Facebook and Instagram platforms. Um, And all the free things everyone off, everyone is offering is amazing. Not knocking it at all, but you know, the perspective too, that if everyone offers everything for free, it's hard again to survive your business and for your business to again, be here whenever we are allowed and it's safe to reopen our doors. Mm So we're going to create three tiers that we're hoping, you know, can help everyone still continue to practice. Um, And so we're going to be rolling those three options out um, probably by next week because a lot of people, yeah, that bought that month, um, it might be expiring. And then the current members that we have who have continued to pay um, their membership price, you know, thank goodness for them because, if everyone, you know, pulled everything, <laughs> you know, we, yeah, we have to pay our rent, we have to pay our bills, um, yeah. both studio and home for both Laura and I. Yeah. Um, and as much as, you know, there's all the information going around about health, like, not all of it applies, you know, a $40,000 loan, you've got to have, you know, $50,000 going out to employees, we don't have that. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of the help is not going to apply to a small business like ours yeah and so so yeah so we're excited and we have seen like amazing success already with people you know joining in it's so fun too to just like chat online with people um every day we're doing like an 11 a.m check-in on our facebook group where we have our members cool and so we just go on we say hi i might talk about like a little meditation technique they can do or i might just you know, want them to talk to me and be like, Hey, how's it going guys? You know, what's keeping you sane? 
you know, can you go out and take a walk? Um, but yeah, like 100% we're trying to, you know, build our now online business. And, um, you know, yeah, we're excited about it because when this does all gradually calm down a bit and we can go back into our, what do you call it, bricks and mortar? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, we also will continue with the online business, which, like you were just saying, Kelsey, is really cool because, yeah, we had some people like um, Amanda, one of our teachers, she got a bunch of, um, like, her family, I think, out in Scotland to, oh. like, join our challenge. And, yeah, like, people can be anywhere. Yeah really amazing you know so it just grows the the yoga community even bigger Mm -hmm. and uh so we'll continue to grow that but yeah next week we should be having these three new memberships coming out that can give people the option you know even if they want to have say like you know once a month or once a week if they want to like talk to us you might have that as an option you know video chat with us because some people might be you know, feeling really overly isolated, you know, they're home alone, you know, so that reaching out with skiing is really seems to be helping people. Absolutely. When it comes to um, your in-person members, did you guys reach out to everybody individually or send out an email to see who would stay on and support you? Or what did you kind of do for that, um, that community support and, and to keep things rolling? Yeah, so we put together an email um, pretty quick after things shut down in the building, um, you know, saying like, hey, everyone, we hope you're safe and healthy. And in that we gave, you know, them the links to the, you know, the YouTube channel, the passwords, all those things, because most of the people didn't have that. Um, And then... Of course, yeah, thank them for their ongoing support um, and that we hope to continue to, you know, give them the opportunity to have their regular yoga practice with a bit of support because it's hard to practice at home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And then so as you're saying, a lot of people are struggling a lot right now with that isolation and loneliness and stuff. Was it? Um, was it something that you were kind of like, you just went with the flow or did it hit you hard at all? Um, well, I had my seven year old yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, to be honest, I, I am probably at heart quite a homebody. So I haven't felt, maybe it's going to hit me, <laughs> but I haven't felt that to be too difficult. Yeah. Um, again, I've been pretty busy, like, you know, when I haven't been, you know, playing or what, sorry. I was just going to say, yeah, you're probably hustling right now to get everything. Yeah. Right. So just like trying to keep up with everything. Um, and yeah, we're now at the phase where we are trying to individually contact each of our members just to say, hi, how's it going? Especially the people that we just haven't seen online at all. Mm -hmm. And we know there are people that aren't online, (laughs) shocker, but you know, and so how can we connect with them? Also, how can we, you know, keep them active, keep them moving that they're going to then feel better. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so, so yeah, I haven't felt so much um, isolated, I guess, yet. No. That's good. I, I don't know. I feel like if you haven't yet, you probably won't get to that point, but we don't really, I'm hoping, I don't know. I'm optimistic that our sort of, I feel like we were in Canada, we're a little more proactive. We kind of started shutting things down at the same time 
that the states did. And obviously they're in like a much worse situation, but they're yeah. for the most part, their population density and is mm-hmm. much more tightly packed in a lot of the cities that are getting hit hardest. And I'm hoping that that means that, you know, our, our curve's going to stop much sooner and we'll be able to like start adapting back to normal. But I don't know. I think in China it was two months right before, and they're starting to open things back up. So yeah, I I, I don't know. It's weird to me that, like (laughs) I said, it's been over a week since we had to officially close. Um, I think the same as you and, and, and it it is kind of weird now that like, (laughs) It's been longer than a week. You know, if, if I was intending to take a vacation, it wouldn't have been more than a week or whatever. But I, <laughs> yeah. I'm still, I've got lots going on, but it is, it's still pretty weird. It's just, I think the change of routine is, at least for me personally, and I think I can speak for you too, RJ, is that like, we like our days to be lined up and we're yeah. kind of type yeah. A people and, and we love scheduling and like, like you said at the start, setting these kind of false deadlines for things just for sake of having things to do in the day can be a little defeating. But yes. at the same time, I like what you said there. Like if, yeah, it seems like you're pretty resilient. You're a pretty sturdy person. And um, the world needs those warriors right now to be able to send out, you know, just some some love and some self-care into the world. So yeah. I think it's just a little gift that you guys are doing this. It's really neat. But yeah, and it feels good, right? It, like it's the highlight of of my day as well. <laughs> when I go, like after this, I'm gonna do like a, a live Instagram class, and it's like Sweet. it's the highlight of my day because a, you know, anytime after I do yoga, I feel better, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's just a fact. <laughs> and so then, not only do I feel better, like I'm not gonna say selfishly, but I feel better. And then also, you know, as, you know, during the practice, you'll see, you know, as I'm sure you're seeing with your classes too, right? Like other people are on, other people are enjoying it or they're sending little hearts and it's like, yeah. oh, you know, it's, it's awesome. It feels, you know, as much as I guess before this happened, we'd be like, no, you know, we need more real FaceTime. 100% I agree. But now that we have this, like, what a gift that we can, like, talk right now, right? Yeah. And that, like, we are able to do things like Zoom and Instagram and YouTube and all these different platforms that we can keep going and we can feel, you know, camaraderie, community, I think is really awesome. And I find, too, also, like, the list thing really helpful. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And um, now my son's with his dad for a few days. Um, but, you know, we would have a list like play Lego. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it would be, um, you know, my phone call with Laura. I'm going to record my class, you know, lunch, <laughs> go for a walk. So I found that really helpful because I realized over the years, I really do like routine mm-hmm. and kind of thrive on it. And so, you know, now as well too, Laura and I got there and I was like really itching. Okay, we need like a schedule. Like who's going to teach the online classes when? Like, can we get the schedule? Like what's the schedule? And I always do the schedule for the studio too. So I think I'm just like, I like the schedule. Yeah. And now it feels like grounding. Yeah. So we figured out now between us, okay, like these days you're going to go online and respond to clients. These days I'm going to go online, you know, so it's not sort of scattered and mm-hmm. so it's great because you know we have in a way created now our 
current normal. And um, I'm sure it'll evolve and grow every day as we're like, oh, this works better than that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a it's it is an interesting time to be able to experiment with what's sort of optimal or maybe even better than what you previously did mm-hmm. uh, with with routine and stuff. But also, I think something that um, it, it's cool the our, the yoga classes are all around the same time each day or whatever, right? There's certain times that you're doing them. Yeah, we're trying to get there. Yeah. So yeah, Laura's doing every Wednesday at 8.15. She's doing a really beautiful yin practice where she lights all these candles in her living room and mm. and does like a nice yin practice. Um, a lot of people have been tuning in and loving that. Yeah. Cool. And then, so yeah, we're getting closer to, yeah, like specific times um, and then on the specific platforms too to kind of rotate because not everybody's on all of them. Yep. and um, to kind of give that rotation yeah that's a good idea I think uh, something that kind of stands out with how you said making a list and the tasks to do is uh, a lot of people you know they're part of their kind of almost to an obsessive level task right now is is checking what Justin Trudeau is saying each day and you know jumping on the CBC Facebook like way too many times a day. So I like that you said, you know, have all those other things in place. It fills up your day to the extent that you're not just obsessively scrolling through. And then when you've got an organized, whether it's an animal flow class or a yoga session you're taking part in, that's when you're going online to do something a little more, I guess, quote unquote, productive, or at least something that makes you feel better because all this negative news right now is definitely not helping with us. Ooh, here's a stat just because I like numbers. Um, I This negativity podcast I listen to, um, if you watch the news for a minimum or at least 15 minutes, you have like, if it was like a 32% more likely chance of saying that you had a bad day. Yeah, just, I would totally believe that. Yeah. I remember years ago, I don't know if you guys know um, Dr. Andrew Wheel. Yeah. Yeah, big white beard. <laughs> um, so he had a few books years ago. He was, I guess, a bit more like popular. But um, I remember reading his book and at the time really connecting with because I've never, I've never loved watching the news because it's kind of stressful yeah. because – Primarily, it's bad news. I've always been like, why can't they also add some good news <laughs> to bad news, right? And, um, and I remember him saying that, like, you know, do like a 30-day challenge of, I'm not saying do this right now, we need to stay informed, but like do a 30-day challenge of like not watching any news just to see how you feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that really stuck with me, you know, up in, right until now. And when this started, um, it was feeling really overwhelming. (laughs) And so really quickly, I was like, okay, I can't keep scrolling and looking at like news or people's Facebook opinions of the news. (laughs) And uh, so I was like, okay, I'm just going to look once a day. And so I've been sticking to that. And when I look once a day, you know, I'll look at a couple articles, you know, pertaining to where we are, mm-hmm. like in Peterborough, Fort the Lakes area, right? I'll look at a little bit that might be elsewhere, you know, because again, I want to be informed, but I found it was just becoming really overwhelming and really just feeling negative. Yeah. Um, 
And so this way I feel like I still, I know what's going on. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like I, I can't even, like I don't have cable. I just have, you know, Netflix or whatever for entertainment. <laughs> so I can't, I can't even imagine if I had that access to just, I know I could do it on the internet, but to turn on the TV and just like, boom, have like, you know, yeah. news on. Mm-hmm. Because I just think it's, yeah, it's not not helping. It's it's tough right now, for sure, right? Yeah, it's like, have the news, but then do you have the tools to process that news? Yeah. For sure. And yeah, or even just as Telsey said, if we know it's going to give increase the odds that you're going to have a bad day, what's... This, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to do that to yourself anyway. Well, yeah, because there's so many negative effects to being negative. Like that's going to yeah. lower your immune system. It's going to increase yeah. your cortisol. It's going to make you sick in some way or another. And that's yeah. at the end of the day, what we're all trying to avoid. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. And I think even Laura said it at the end of her um, yin class last night, you know, so it ended about probably nine fifteen p.m. And she was like, don't go on social media. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you're going to go to bed right now. Let's hope that's what you're going to do. Just relax. Yeah. You know, keep this nice buzz from your practice and go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I think that's such good advice because we need to, you know, stay informed, but also, yeah, for our mental, physical health, Mm -hmm. um, you know, staying home you know you know you're okay right there you know you're okay right now yeah it's been a a mantra I keep bringing up is like right now I'm okay I like that breathe in breathe out (laughs) (laughs) I'm okay (laughs) yeah that's good I think um I, I, I forget who said it or who I heard it from but I was thinking about it for myself again yesterday is the idea that we uh we can, yeah, we can check the news once a day or whatever, and that's great. And somebody else is going to tell you if something catastrophic yeah. happens. So don't worry about <laughs> checking it yourself. Out. You'll find out if you need to know something. So just have it, you know, let it be after that one, that one round of the checking of things to just update yourself. And then that's it. That's all you need. Yeah. 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 Maybe we can switch gears though. Let's throw COVID out the window (laughs) and uh, have some fun because Kirsten, I know you are, I've been dying to bring this up, but there's not really a good window. So I'm just going to chop the conversation. (laughs) Um, You're a big Wim Hofer. And oh, just a bit. <laughs> I've seen I've seen what you post, and I love it because uh, I mean I'm about to head into a cold plunge here after this podcast, and uh, yeah. RJ is big into it too. So, do you want to maybe share your experience with your cold plunges? Because you go straight into the lake. No, I didn't go into the lake. No, okay. No, no. Didn't I see? I feel I feel like I've seen some pictures this winter. Maybe you rolled in the snow. Maybe you could just clarify. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, I read a bit about this, you know, the breathing techniques um, a few years back. And then this winter, for whatever reason, I was like, okay, let's look into this a little bit more. <laughs> I want to see, you know, because it's really similar to yoga breathing, right? Yeah. Like his breathing techniques are really similar. Yeah. Um, and I love the idea of, you know, changing your mindset, um, you know, just by changing your breathing or changing your temperature, mm-hmm. you know? 
Um, I thought that was a really cool idea. I know I have a friend who will do um, like the ice cold shower. Yeah. That I, I, I have a very difficult time with. <laughs> but I was like, okay, we're outside. The snow is right there. Um, I did feel kind of sneaky because there was a hot tub <laughs> as yeah. well nice. that I could jump into after. <laughs> but yeah, so so yeah, I just thought it's a great idea. And again, what is the power of our the power of our mind, the power of our breath over what might be going on? Mm-hmm. Right. So getting barefoot and in a bathing suit and running around in the snow in like February. <laughs> <laughs> Seeming kind of crazy. Apparently, I had a grandfather that was one of those um, uh, polar, what do they call them? I, I don't know if they call them the polar plunge. Maybe they call them polar bears or something. I have to ask my mom again. But basically, yeah, back in the day, he was he jumped in waters, ice cold in the middle of winter. Oh, okay. I've not done that. But yeah, so from walking around in the snow, rolling around in the snow, I tried to do some yoga in the snow kind of following, um, you know, the Hoff method or whatever you would say, yeah. um, doing the breathing, noticing how I feel. And it was tough. Like my feet were numb, like numb. And I'm like, okay, how long can I do this for? And I was like, okay, I'm going to lie down because I'm watching some of the videos that he has. Um, I'm going to lie down and try. And it was just challenging, but then I would jump in the hot tub after (laughs) and then just felt really amped up from it, really invigorated from it. Yeah. Um, And sure. Like you could say that's just like, it's shocking. (laughs) It's shocking temperature. Um, But yeah, I felt it was really good to just get things kind of fired up. Like much like the heat creates a challenge and the hot yoga that we offer at our studio. Um, you know, it's an added element, an added challenge. Okay, how can I work with this? How can I spin my brain to just breathe and know that, again, I'm okay right now. Everything's okay right now. And in the cold, I don't like it so much as I like the heat. But it it gives me kind of that similar wake up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the ice, yeah. Um, Maybe don't look too high up at me, Telsey, because, yeah, I, <laughs> I have never done, like, the ice cube bathtub. Gotcha. I haven't done that. I haven't done, um, like, a full polar plunge. Okay. <laughs> Just it's been, like, in the snow, trying to trying to tolerate it for, like, a few minutes. Yeah. And That's still a lot. That's yeah. a lot of uh, ice. Oh. Like, snow, at the end of the day, snow is ice like it's frozen water right so it's up against your skin and that's that's intense yeah i think in some ways the snow is even more challenging just because Mm -hmm. it is below zero like when you're in the water it's still if it's water it's above zero so you do have that much greater temperature gradient in the snow and it does make things harder yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) but i think it's fun and I, i like just different ideas that you know stimulate activate your body, right? Yeah. And then obviously because it's all connected, like how is that going to change your mood that day? Is yeah. it going to, you know, it's said to help people with like depression. Yeah. That's amazing um, to do that through temperature change. 
Yeah. And it's quick and accessible. I think that's what I love about it is like we all have showers or baths or something, at least in this privileged world that we have. And uh, there's, yeah, two minutes and you're good to go. (laughs) How long do you go in the cold plunge there for? Uh, It depends on the day for me. It, (laughs) It really does. I've done up to five minutes, I believe. Wow. Five. I can't remember. Something like that. I think I did five. And then I I try to at least do three. Like it it like I said, it depends on the day. And this water is not I wouldn't say it's like the crazy coldest water ever. I'm no. I'm plunging at like forty seven degrees. So yeah. it's cold, but it like I can I can maintain it yeah. Um, yeah. through breath and just knowing that on the other side, I'm going to feel like a million bucks. <laughs> that really takes me through it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I've got the luxury here at the the spa of having, like I've got the hot tub, the cold tub. So you go, yeah. RJ has that. I go in it. Um, so you go back and forth and it does help a lot. Just kind of, I get back in the hot tub and then I give myself a pep talk and I'm like, okay, this time we're going to do it. This <laughs> we're going to breathe through it. We've got this. And then, and then, yeah, I try it again, but yeah. I've been enjoying it. That's been my endeavor of, I try every month to give myself a new challenge just because I get bored otherwise. And uh, yeah, and I don't even know what, I guess in February, I did a yoga challenge every day, which I honestly like kudos to you guys. I find that so hard because yoga brings up every emotion I don't want to feel. Um, (laughs) So it's like doing therapy every day for I guess February, I did 29 days. Yeah. And, uh, so March has been cold plunges and it's just, I guess now it's April, but it's stuck because it's so great. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and I think it's that mindset too, right? When you're going in, in that cold plunge, like similar to, okay, like nothing lasts forever. Yeah. It's going to be brief and then it's going to be done. Yeah. Right. I think for me, which is something relevant to the times is just the the need for presence while you're in there. Because Mm -hmm. if I spend my time in the, at least personally, if I spend my time in the tub, like thinking about getting out, then I become anxious and I become like, Oh my gosh. Okay. Just like, let's get this over with, let's get it done with. And then that's when I start to shiver. That's when I start to feel panicky. And sometimes if I panic hard enough, I start to lose my vision. So it gets scary. Yeah. That's that's if I'm like not breathing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so the, just the the need to be in control and the, like, it's, it's forcing me to be right here in this moment and right here with my next breath, which is similar to what, you know, yoga does for a lot of people, myself included. Um, it's really empowering. So yeah. Yeah. Big fan. Well, yeah. And I think that kind of like hundred percent for me as well, like yoga is my therapy. Yeah, sure. And, uh, I think too, that's why again, in this time, it's just so helpful for people to keep doing things like yoga movement, you know, because even in the moment, it might not feel like something you want to do, uh, might not be in the mood for it, but Again, if it's that even just 30 minutes, yeah, it can just turn your turn your day around. Exactly. Totally. And we've got time. Like yeah. I think that excuse is out the window right now. <laughs> yeah. hundred <So. laughs> percent. Yeah. 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 So that's that's another part of it that I think is really why it's so valuable right now to look at what you can include to improve your health and wellness and well being because the reality is most people 
most of the time don't do enough for their well-being and now is where we because they say that they don't have time and so mm-hmm. with that excuse at the window look at what you can do for for your wellness and I think that's that's part of the key of getting through this and coming out the other side somebody mm-hmm. who's grown and learned from this unique experience we're all facing with a with like a yeah a positive kind of slant on it Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that 100%. And like, I've also been doing um, a challenge that's like 108 squats every day. Nice. <laughs> I know another friend of mine is doing like a plank challenge. And so yeah, I think it's like such a, a, a sweet way to look at it. Like you were saying there, RJ, is that like, and you know, a lot of people have been saying this, but you know, we can, we can move through this time and come out on the other side, like, feeling like a better version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You no, know, um, even as how we treat each other, um, you know, being more kind about like what everyone's doing and how everyone is dealing with this at their own pace, you know, mm-hmm. um, or we can go the other route. <laughs> and yep. I think, you know, I would choose to, you know, okay, how can I like better myself? How can I use this time in the best way possible? And, you know, it still means, yeah, I'm still going to like, you know, take time to sit down and like, you know, have a snack and watch Netflix and that's okay. But I'm not going to do that every day, all day until, you know, because I know it's not going to really make me feel better. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I think that's so valuable to be like, okay, you know, you know, what kind of person do I want to be when I can, you know, fantasize in the future, you know, when I can walk into Flow Spa again, when I can, you know, walk around other people again. Yeah. Um, I want to feel like good about what I've done during this time mm-hmm. um, and make the most of the time too. Yeah. So what would you say, like your own advice? Cause you've been saying lots of good little gems. What would you say is how you are making the most of this time and how maybe other people could make the most of their time right now? Like what are just some really tangible tips? I think that again, kind of schedule for each day, I think is really helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, in general in life, but particularly right now, if people are, you know, not working, so not those essential workers if they're home, um, like mapping out your day a bit, just so that you do end up doing things that are you know, good for you, positive for you. I think that's super, super helpful. Um, Noticing too, that if you're staying at home, you're not moving how you normally would be like going out to the bus or getting in your car and doing that stuff. So, you know, adding extra movement. Yeah. And, you know, recognizing, of course, when you're tired, but recognizing if that tired is just maybe you feeling a bit lethargic or sad. And that if you do get up and, you know, if it's for you going for a walk, doing 20 minutes of yoga, um, you know, sitting down to do an hour of maybe more restorative yoga, if that's more your swing, but that you're moving and breathing and connecting Mm -hmm. to the moment that you're in, Um, you know, finding things that you're grateful for. Like, I'm grateful that I have food in my fridge right now (laughs) and that I have a roof over my head right now. Um, Being grateful for that. Um, And then just continuing to connect to people. You know, I have like 
you know, of course, my friends that I'm like calling and texting and talking to. Um, but I think even doing like video calls now, I've done more video calls in the past, like two weeks than probably my entire life. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> no? yeah. And, um, you know, it's, it's challenging because there's people I want to see like close friends that I want to see. So, okay, well I can see you through a video call and that, you know, tends to, again, just feel so much better. You know, it's like when you're sad or you, you know, you get dumped and you want to feel better. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you do? You talk to your friends, you do things that make you feel good. You know, you have a bath. Um, I found like, yeah, having a hot bath and a shower, like feels really great also. <laughs> so yeah, kind of honestly, up. yeah. Your water therapies, right? Like, yep. it's too bad. People can't enjoy that, but it's, uh, yeah. you can do it at home, right? Like you're saying, everyone has that ability. And so I think that is, again, it's just like, oh, I can just like be in the bath and just relax. Yeah. And um, if that feels really great personally, um, I don't know. Does that seem helpful? Yeah, that's <laughs> fantastic. I love the the connection piece because I I've been kind of getting into my psychology nerd brain and looking at the hierarchy of human needs and just making sure that I'm meeting my own human needs and <laughs> that that makes me feel like I'm doing okay. And part of that is just the human need to belong. Like we, yeah. you know, you've got the baseline of your food, your water, your shelter, all that stuff. But closer to the peak of the pyramid, we we have this need for connection with people. Yeah. So finding creative ways, like I've been having morning coffee dates with girlfriends and nice. that's been really fun. And Or like wine chats with girls at night or just having the things that I would normally do socially to interact with people. Um, a couple of friends of mine, we're going to cook a meal together, but like separately. Yeah. So oh, yeah, just little things like that, I think are super important and they're fun. Like you kind of yeah. get lost and because you're using your phone to connect with people, you can't see all the social media going on and the news yeah. and that kind of thing. So it's, I find it kind of a double whammy True. helper that way. Yeah. yeah. I think another thing too, that I actually, um, try to do was doing before this is gonna how it's gonna be I guess before and after <laughs> but before is when I would find myself because you know I have to go on social media for the business but then I would find I would end up going down sometimes a little bit of a like time wasting time right I'm just looking at stuff that I don't really need to look at and so I would find when I would get to that place I'd be like okay I'm gonna find somewhere to read more about the chakras right? I love the chakras. So I'm going to read more about that. Or I'm going to read more right now. Like, so I think even if people maybe did that, it could be a great practice. Like, so say you're reading news article after news article after news article. Hey, I want to now read an article about something that I'm interested in. Say you're interested in Buddhism, or you want to read more about um, anything, really something that interests you. Yeah. Um, that I guess in uh, heart chakra work, I would say like anything that makes your heart kind of swell and feel bigger and more excited, like do that. Yeah. Right. Um, a big thing with like getting depleted in your heart and feeling, you know, sad or depressed or disconnected is like, okay, well, what can I do to, to feel more connected? What makes me feel good that life is meant to be pleasurable. And this is a really like, difficult time for a lot of us and so how can we balance that so yeah i'm gonna do an hour of yoga after chatting with you guys that's pretty awesome <laughs> you know and that that's gonna make me feel good and it's going to you know 
shift a bit from what maybe isn't so pleasant, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, what's maybe a bit painful, what's maybe um, a bit heartbreaking to read in the news about, you know, Bob Cajun and, mm-hmm. you know, what's going on in that nursing home, you know, it's like, okay, well, that's happening. That's a reality. How can I personally give myself a little bit more joy today that I can feel a little bit better and then share that with my yoga community, with my family, with my friends? Yeah, exactly. I think too, it's not even, at least in my own personal beliefs, it's not selfish to elevate yourself right now because Mm -hmm. we are all connected at the end of the day. And especially right now, like the whole world is feeling the same feelings. And so if we can, as like a huge collective, take care of ourselves right now, like that could be the vibe of the whole world, right? We can bring that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So to me, I almost feel this responsibility. Like it's not even just love it. Yeah. It's yeah, it's not even just me being like, well, I feel down. So I'm going to try and elevate myself. I'm like, right now it has to be done. Like me, you, yourself, like it's a social responsibility to take care of ourselves right now because it's for the people. Like it's, and and that vibration is shared throughout everyone. So it's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, I think my bottom line is I feel responsible to take care of myself and hopefully people are starting to get there. I, yeah. I hope. Yeah. Well, hundred percent. And I think that's where, you know, we, we made the choice to close. It was like, you know, it was exactly like you just said, like we felt like to be responsible, mm-hmm. this is what we have to do for our own selves, our own families, and even for all of um, the community of yoga practitioners, um, you know, that we're still coming because it was just unsure what's going on. Is this really happening? Okay. So hundred percent, I think it's, yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, taking, we take responsibility and, you know, elevate ourselves. We're elevating everybody then around us Yep. and, you know, cultivating that, that prayer for wellness and peace and yep. you know that we'll get through this, you know, as we've been using our hashtag strong together, yeah. nice. you know, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that stuff spreads just as much as disease spreads, right? Like positivity is so infectious. And, and so like joy is, so if we can, if we can spread joy, like why not? It's, it's not hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So where can everybody find you and Peterborough yoga online? Where should people go? What are the, the links to share? Yeah, so um, peterboroughyoga.com is where they can go to get um, information. Um, We will be posting there underneath our um, classes and memberships, um, the three new online membership options that we're going to be rolling out soon. Cool. Cool. Um, On there as well for people that are, you know, joining up to become members, we'll have links there where they can get to our YouTube channel. Um, Because we do have the YouTube channel set up that you have to have a code to get in. So once you're a member, then you can get that code, that password. Um, We also on our Peterborough Yoga on Facebook and Peterborough Yoga on Instagram. And those are both really active places. Um, Yeah, for any questions and also um, for our live videos. And on Facebook, it's great because the videos stick around. Yeah. The videos again and again. Um, on Instagram, it's more of kind of a live video and it'll stay there for a bit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think, uh, 
think we'll wrap it up there since you've got to go and get to doing yoga. So yeah, for sure. And then yeah, when, uh, when we do reopen again, uh, in the East city on Hunter street, 107 Hunter street. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Kirsten. That was fantastic. Thanks thank you guys. Stay safe. Stay well. You Stay too. To you. All right. Namaste. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Flowcast. Take a moment to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or YouTube for the video version and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps to connect the podcast to those who will find value in it. Hit the share button and send this episode to a friend or two. And a big thanks as always to FlowSpa for making it possible for us to keep making this podcast. FlowSpa is Peterborough's float therapy and sports recovery center dedicated to providing the ultimate relaxation experience. Whether you need physical relief from pain or a deep state of mental relaxation and calm, or even the best sports recovery methods to help you recover from your training, Flow Spa is where you can find your flow.